Yeah, we're on doing it. All right. Well, so honestly, that's the biggest thing that always pissed me off about the Grand Theft Auto games. It was just like the cops always know exactly where you are, no matter what. And like, I wish people actually had like, rather than just walking around, imagine if they could like were going actual places. Like they had agendas and shit. Yeah, that's the NPCs I need. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If you kill a guy you. on the street, you find out how many family members. Yeah, behind. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the cops yell great. at you for that specific crime. Mm-hmm. There's a wake <laughs> and a funeral and everything. <laughs> hey, they did it in Cyberpunk. They can do it in GTA. And you're going to jail, goddammit. <laughs> you're going to the whole jury <laughs> selection. <laughs> <laughs> they cry on the stand at afterwards. I got a wife and family. You, that, that's like a, a mini game. You have to look the guy's wife in the eye as <laughs> you're getting sentenced. You have to convict him to in you. front of his family. That's what you have to do. You have to put him behind bars in front of his family. Yeah, that's true. You have the option. To either cry or mean mug it. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Nerd Shit Live. I am your host, uh, Pat Napperano, I forgot my own name there for a second. Uh, with us this week is our special guest. Give it up for Casual Dan, everyone. Yeah, give it jazz up. Hands. Jazz hands, jazz hands. Let's get casual. Uh, always. Up, guys? Happy to be here. Always here, too, is uh, our good friend Nick Haberstrow making all the graphics. We have some real special ones coming for you, but God damn it, we, we need an excuse to use it. And, of course, uh, the ever-humble Joe Enright. Here he is. Check out that sign he made in the background. You want to know what, Joe? I doubted you on that because you sent us one of those and you were like, why don't we just make it on our own? I was like, he always does that. But nope, there it is. There it is in the flesh. You did it. You made it, bro. Uh-huh. 40 bucks later. There we go. 40 bucks later. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pretty much. I mean, how much was it to just order one? Like 50? Uh, 80 bucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I'll, I'll stop talking then. Also, um, don't be bothered by yep. Danny's video feed continuously changing throughout the night. I don't know how to fix that. So, um, how's everyone's week? Quite a week from this week to last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just feel a lot less stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. <laughs> little, a little bit less. Little, the tone has changed, one could say. Yeah. The vibe has gotten a little bit better all around, you know. I know some people who have gotten their uh, their appointments for for their vaccines actually. So that is oh, yeah. that right there. At least I think is a heaven sent. But mm-hmm. it would appear, as per usual, because that's the show that we do, that we have some news for this week. And uh, I closed my there it is, <laughs> and I closed my word document. But we're back. So first up, though, guys, apparently Christopher Nolan is no longer going to be working together with. Warner Brothers. And this is kind of a big deal considering we have heard in the past such quotes, especially regarding to the HBO Max situation, that Christopher Nolan's relationship with WB was one of the one things in Hollywood that you could 100% count on. So he obviously didn't like the way the HBO Max uh, rollout was handled because, you know, they basically went behind filmmakers' backs and said, we're not putting your movies out in theaters. We're subsidizing all the money that could have made to prop up our piss poor streaming service so i mean like is he in the right like is is this he, something we want to support right where they 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 should have warned filmmakers and they should have warned actors i understand why they didn't primarily because they wanted to control the narrative that they were doing this they didn't want filmmakers going to the press first but i mean at the end of the day i i put hot take i think christopher nolan is a baby back bitch Whoa. I personally, personally think he's a baby. He's Bro. an absolute baby. This First is a different, a different world we are living in right now. Mm. It is a different world. If he wants his movie to be seen, it's got to go on the streaming service. And wait, they said just it's wait not till next year. Gonna be 2021. It's going to be 2021 releases. He doesn't have a 2021 movie coming out. 
I think Christopher Nolan is a whiny little baby. Actually, you know what's funny I about this? It. He himself came out and said that he wasn't pushing for a theater release this summer. That was Warner Brothers, like, trying to get that movie out the door to try and recoup something. And over the summer, you know, when cases were down and you weren't in the United States, that was possible. However, that is not the climate that we're in now. And unfortunately, it's looking like it's going to be a while before we can even get to to where we were over the summer, you know? So, I mean, listen, ultimately, if Christopher Nolan leaves Warner Brothers, is he out of work forever? No, not at all. He's he's gonna go straight to Paramount. He's going A twenty four. A twenty four. No, <laughs> the rest of them. Paramount. Paramount actually was the ones that f- um, put out Interstellar. I didn't realize that. That's the one movie he hasn't oh, done. Yeah, on that level with Warner Brothers. So he has other relations around Hollywood that he could easily get a film made. Not only that, if he said he wanted to self produce it, I'm sure people would invest in it. You know, but. Uh, ultimately it's just kind of sad that this is like, like really, like this is what they're fighting over. You know what I mean? Like, come on. This was their only, it was either they do this or there are no movies. You know what I mean? And I mean, uh, one other option where you could go is, um, what was it? Oh, universal where universal has uh, a deal with, uh, AMC, uh, for exclusive theater releases where they judge whether or not they're going to keep it in theaters by uh, first weekend gross, uh, right. however much it grosses. And then after that, then they decide whether or not it's going to go to uh, streaming or if they're going to keep it there. So I figured that that would be a good fit for him because then he'd at least, no matter what, get it into theaters before they decide whether it's going to go to a streaming service. I mean, I just kind of feel like at that point, you know, what's the point? Because, like, what metric are you judging that off of? Like, you can't even sell nearly as many seats as you used to be able to sell. You know what I mean? This is all provided people even go to the theaters. I think the number is $50 million they're trying to reach, which is not going to happen. Not going to happen when Tenet only makes, like, 38 in the United States. Well... Either way, I guess we'll just have to see what he does next. I don't think anything's set in stone, and I'm sure if they threw enough money at him, he'd come back. That being said, speaking of uh, throwing money at a corporation, earlier in, was it on Friday or Thursday, Microsoft announced that they were increasing the price of Xbox Live by 100%. So I don't know about you guys growing up. I was an Xbox kid. And it sucked that not only did you have to pay $60 for games, you had to pay $60 to get an online subscription for the year. And you couldn't even use apps like Netflix or um, your web browser. You couldn't do anything unless you paid to get the subscription to the online servers for you to use your Xbox. So it was already kind of a kick in the balls, especially when all the PS3 kids like had free internet. These are free online games? Yeah, that didn't change until PS4, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So it's kind of a kick in the balls already. I mean, but we had infinitely better features. Uh, that being said, though. Um, but you got to pay for them. That being said, though, <laughs> it was it PS3 was three oh. for the common man. <laughs> for the com- <laughs> really? It's for the common man. That's why it cost seven hundred dollars when it came out. 700 flat, and then you have to, have to pay again. Yes. 700 <laughs> flat. <laughs> Nothing. The games came That's free. One time yeah. payment. And Bill um, Gates isn't in your pocket. <laughs> He's not putting microchips in your system. So, um, pretty much though, what we saw here happen is this came out, and what do you think gamers did? They fucking freaked out, and like a thousand people on Twitter uh, said they were going to burn Microsoft to the ground, and they were just like, "All right, all right, maybe we'll reverse this." You know, maybe it wasn't a great idea to double our online price at a time where everybody's stuck home without a job playing video games. Maybe that wasn't we saw, the we smartest saw what move. At the Capitol. We know you're filming. <laughs> we know what's coming. Don't fuck this up. So, I mean, like. Look, it was a huge kick in the balls, and I understand the business move. They want to push people towards Game Pass because when you mm-hmm. get a Game Pass subscription now, there is no annual fee. You it's pay, a godsend. 
<laughs> you pay monthly and you get an Xbox Live subscription and you get access to all those games. And they define Xbox as not a console or hardware anymore, but as an experience. Unfortunately, uh, not everybody sees it that way. Until Microsoft starts putting out some solid ex exclusives, then I don't think it's very much of an experience at all. However, an update to this story, which was yesterday, did they do this? Or was it, maybe it was Friday night. I think it was like Friday at 2 a.m. I saw the, the tweet. Um, Engadget had reported that Xbox is reversing that policy. And not only are they reversing it immediately, they're actually finally giving into um, the demands of gamers who like, they would charge for Fortnite. Like, you could download Fortnite, but you couldn't play it because you needed to have access to Xbox Live. Like, a free-to-play game. Same with Warzone. Yeah. Same yeah. with other just free-to-play titles. They have finally reversed that. Their initial, we're doubling this price. And they have reversed those policies as well. Saying that, hey, pretty much their press release said, like, in so many words, hey, we fucked this up. We read the room wrong. Um... Uh, let's it's make it better. How, how quickly they realized it too. They yeah. realized as soon as that press release came out, they saw the flag. They're like, okay, okay, <laughs> never mind. Jesus. <laughs> hey, our social media girl. Yeah, uh, she's crying in the bathroom. So you guys got to do something about this. <laughs> you made Janice cry. Pretty okay. much. So wait, do you? Have, what was the reason behind this? Because um, I was a little confused by the uh, article that you sent over. Mm -hmm. But it looked like they did this on purpose in the hopes to push people in the direction of uh, like looking into or purchasing the Game Pass. That's literally what I just said not two minutes ago. Ah, but <laughs> you got to make it more convincing. What? Uh, I mean, I'm not the one trying to convince people to buy Game no, Pass. I'm, I'm kidding. But I'm just confused <laughs> by that whole, that whole move, I guess. Um, so they're trying to phase out the well, Xbox Live I, by doing I think... Okay, I think, once again, Microsoft is completely tone-deaf to their actual player base and gamers as a whole. The average age of a video gamer is 37 years old. A lot of those gamers don't have time to play hundreds of games that are at your disposal through Game Pass. Some of them would rather just pay the 60 bucks a year to get online access and then, you know, pick up the two or three games that they get a year. You know, like COD, Assassin's Creed, and, like, something they're really looking forward to, you know? They don't really need all that access. And plus, the fact that there's no annual price, there's not a one-time fee. You know what I'm saying? It's it's That Game Pass model is built specifically for subscriptions. There is no cutting. There is no cheaper fee, I, so to speak. I'd like to understand what you're saying, but I don't because I've <laughs> used Xbox Game Pass due, due to your suggestion. And it's just like... If you're going to talk down on it, that means you just haven't used it yet. I mean, it's I like agree with that as well. I personally, amazing. I, I only use it on PC. So for me, it's only 10 bucks a month. I get all those games. I have time. I make time to play those games, you know? So I'm not, I don't find myself in that situation. However, I do know if I was 10 years ago playing an Xbox 360 and they doubled the price, I would immediately just seek out a PS3 because it wouldn't be worth it to me. $120 for stuff that's already in my house. Criminal. Absolutely criminal. I love the business strategy of let's try and push people towards the game pass and piss them off as much as yeah. possible. <laughs> that's what uh, I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to wrap my head. business strategy. <laughs> <laughs> but let's look at game pass real quick, though. I've gotten, we've gotten Doom out of it. We've gotten The mm -hmm. Sims out of it. We've gotten it, truck. It, it broke. The Sims broke multiple it's times, crazy. but we got it. We got it. Deep um, Rock Galactic. Madden 20. Madden 20. Madden 20. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Where Matt was really bad at it. Mm -hmm. Damn. All right. So, yeah. Oh, oh, Rory McIlroy, uh, PGA 2015. Got that out of it. Classic. So many fun games, <laughs> all for free. You want to know what's funny is that I ask myself, who's sorry, the people sorry, that dollar, play all this, dollar, all this? Who's the people that play all the sports games? I'm glad it's you guys. <laughs> I'm glad it's you guys. Someone's sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're really bad. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Uh, turns out that there's a new Knights of the Old Republic game 
coming from not EA and not Bioware, ladies and gentlemen. That is to be celebrated. That is to be celebrated. The claws of Star Wars. I mean, the claws of EA are finally out of Star Wars and Bioware, who, by the way, um, I don't think anyone here has played Anthem at all. One of the worst games to ever come out. Development didn't, they claimed it started like six years in advance. Development really didn't even work for like the first 11 months. It was one of the worst things I had, like anyone had ever played. They devoted their time to relaunching the game and trying to make it better. However, um, they just, uh, they just didn't come through and Anthem really sucks. And it was poised to be like an awesome, uh, excuse me, a awesome like Iron Man simulator. The same thing with yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda was a really poorly received Mass Effect game uh, because really Bioware has just lost that magic to make good games, I think. Now, they're about to reclaim their title as some of the greatest developers ever because in the spring they're putting out Mass Effect, uh, the remaster trilogy or whatever, so a whole new batch of gamers is going to play that and those games are still great. Um, but yeah, another Knights of the Old Republic without EA and Bioware. I, I hope it's a young, hungry studio that really wants to make an impact on the industry. So, uh, Danny, I know you've played Kotar before, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just when you told me the news that a new Knights of the Old Republic is coming out, I didn't think that news could get better until you told me that it's not going to be EA or Bioware. <laughs> just the Knights of the Old Republic games were amazing. They were so so good. I played the first one easily five times, five times all the way through. Um, the second one was kind of weird, but it was still really good. But it was just the story was just all over the place. But um, and then I actually I did play the uh, the MMO for a little while. And that was just like it was fine. Like the story was cool. It was definitely a step ahead of other MMOs out there. And I'm sure people who actually play MMOs would probably take you know, issue with me saying that, <laughs> but I did really like it. I thought the story was good. The character building was really cool, but at the end of the day, it's an MMO where you just have to grind for hours and hours. But, um, no, I'm really excited to see. Plus the, the main character from Knights of the Old Republic, the MMO just completely shit on his character development. And so I'm really excited to see if they can actually take that character again and build something better with them. I'm really pumped about that game. And yeah. now I can't wait to read literally every single article about it. Yeah, it makes me excited because I've actually never played the first two, and I have them on my computer, and I should really start sinking some hours into them. Guess where else you can play them? Xbox Game Pass. Why not? <laughs> oh. Why wouldn't you? Oh, At this point, why great. wouldn't you? Or a dollar, whatever it was. Nick, you should get Xbox Game Pass at this point. I guess so. It's, it sounds like that's the way it's going. I'm a PlayStation guy, but I guess, I guess <laughs> I'm, all I'm, about, I mean, I'm all about that free Nick, internet. I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy too, but our roommate has an Xbox, so that's the reason I know so much about all this. I don't really think okay. you guys can be PlayStation guys when you don't have a PS5. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving forward... Uh, so we got sent this article late in the day today, but I'm going to throw it over to our buddy Nick right now. Nick, why don't you tell oh me what's boy. going on with Marvel and uh, a certain face-off star? <laughs> um, well, so basically I just saw an article earlier today that was talking about Marvel trying to get Nick Cage back as Ghost Rider. <laughs> now that, that like that this... Nick Cage, <laughs> Thank God. That should have never been released. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm just I was just looking at the article, right? <laughs> I didn't I didn't bother reading it before I sent it to you guys, so I just sent it. But just kind of like musing on like Nick Cage interacting with with like Doctor Strange and all these other characters blows my mind that this isn't like Marvel's number one priority right now. Like he's that's some quality that no other Marvel character has. Did you think about all the movies they've been churning out, right? And it's just always like you know, the origin story and, you know, like Doctor Strange is a lot like Tony Stark. Nick Cage, you can't you can't put him in any kind of box. He's going to bring some some special magic to that. So then I was reading the article and it went further on saying that there's also speculation that DC is trying to get Nick Cage for the for the Flash movie for a multiverse as Superman to bring back no. Superman. 
Get the fuck I, out. That would be awesome. I know both of these are very much speculative, but I, what I want to know is which would you guys rather see? DC Nick Cage or Marvel Nick well, Cage? Here, okay, immediately right off the bat, I want I would rather see him as Ghost Rider because I and the reason for that is because Marvel has offered Keanu Reeves a significant role in every film they've made since the Avengers, and he says he just hasn't found the right one. It would be amazing to see both of them lined up as different Marvel characters in the same movie. Just because they would definitely, you know, give a little bit of a, you know, a wink and a nod to the audience and play off their, like, weird quirks, you know? I think that would be fun. Not that I think either of them are, like, really, like, any, like, amazing actors, but I think that would be fun. But they, that Superman shit, that should have never been, that should, they should have just burned all those photos before they came no. out. I yeah. want, I want the Superman one just for that photo. That's all I want. That's all I want. I don't care. I really don't care about Nick Cage in the Marvel universe. I want that photo over <laughs> Nick Silver. That's what Joe, I want. God damn it. Uh, again, just because of that photo, I'm going uh, Marvel. All the way. <laughs> There's a reason that was canned. The exact like, opposite of me. <laughs> There's a reason that was canned. It's because somebody, again, Tim Burton got his hands on it. Uh, what's her name? Helena Bottom Carter. She got in it somehow to, you know, like Johnny Depp's in there. Johnny Depp was two seconds away from being Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shaved head and everything. Yeah. But, but so you're telling me that they made a dark and gritty Superman. And they didn't choose Nick Cage to be the dark and gritty Superman. He would have been. Can you just imagine, like Superman being like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck." One <laughs> really A B C D. The most amazing thing you've ever seen. I think they do. They do that campy route with like the next rework of the uh, Fantastic Four, like. The bar has never been set lower, so just make it as bad as possible. If if. Nick and maybe Cage, it'll be good. if Nick Cage punched people in the face like he does in the bear suit yeah. in uh, yeah. The Wicker Man, I would watch that Superman movie for sure. Like, not no flying, no cape, nothing. He just has that bear suit on, and he's just punching. He can leap over tall face. buildings, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his only power. Doesn't he like dropkick Kathy Bates in that movie too? No, he, I don't think it's Kathy. I don't think it's Kathy Bates. He dropkicks, but he he dropkicks someone that looks like Kathy Bates, and like <laughs> to the point where like he's like flying across the room with yeah. his. <laughs> yeah, dude, that movie's awesome for those scenes. Doing a alone. judo kick. Uh, all right. I think we're running out of time for this segment, so we're just going to go ahead. Listen, we are going to talk about Space Jam. There's two stills out there. We're all excited. We like we like, we like, like the first movie. Uh, Danny's a big fan oh, of Michael Jordan. What? Will, what are you bro, about this, to say? This is with... Whoa. This is with LeBron James now. Right. This is I'm, with LeBron... Right, but I was talking about the first and movie. Also... Oh, okay. And also, the only the biggest storyline that I've seen so far is about LeBron James's hairline. That's about all I've seen. Apparently, oh, he got plugged for this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the hairline is back. Thank God. Did yeah. you think Disney so that, or uh, who made who made Space Jam? Do you really think the producers were like, "You got to fix that shit"? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to think. Yeah, if you yeah. guys watched the uh, the Bulls documentary that came out over the summer, it was cool seeing the behind the scenes of Jordan on set. Where they actually made him his own, you know, like they set up a court and everything. They had like all the best teams or and players in the league come over, and he would just have a scrimmage with them, so he could do the movies and stay in shape too. They just took that whole budget for the court and the teams, and everything, and just put it into his hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. So uh, I can't wait for that behind. Well, the, the problem was is because nobody told him on set. And so someone's like, you got to fix this shit in post. Man, this looks awful. That There you go. That's a post-production. Yeah, right? I like how Bugs Bunny hasn't changed once in like 20-something years. True. You know what I mean? Like, he looks... Well, why fix it? Yeah, why fix what's not broken? You think they got rid of Lola Bunny's uh, parts? <laughs> you think they learned their lesson? They better not have. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Nick's a big furry. He's. <laughs> but, uh, I was going to say... <laughs> I mean, we can go through this one, but the uh, first movie, I think 
growing up, I definitely have an appreciation for it. When I go back and watch it now, it it does not hold up no, at all. Not at all. I think yeah, the the idea of Space Jam is way better than Space yes. Jam. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think it's one of those movies where it's iconic for the time it came out, for who was in it, yeah. and for how it was made. But if you watch it for any other uh, anything other than those things right now, it just it, it won't deliver. I I imagine yeah. this will be better just on the basis of we have come really far when it comes to like writing and animation, but I just just LeBron James, you know, it's just is he going to be able to carry a full Space Jam movie, a full family comedy? I guess we'll yeah. find out. I think <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like again, <laughs> you know, like he's obviously a great player, but he's way more divisive than Jordan too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like. He he has so many like he has shows that he he's an executive producer for like he's done a lot of other stuff. I think he actually may be able to hold his own acting wise, as opposed to Jordan, where none of his comedic marks were hitting at all. But that's a good point. He, he wasn't an actor. Are we going to see Wayne Knight? That's what I want to know. That is the <laughs> most important question: Is Wayne Knight coming back? And and Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yeah, he's that's gonna. True. He's going to look very aged, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Well, we're moving on right now. And um, so do you guys, uh, you guys didn't check the internet at all today around like 12, 1230, right? Not at all. Because it was almost like fucking Twitter. It's the Sabbath. It was almost like Twitter exploded because the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer finally came out. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. And we're going to fucking watch it right now on this very show. Now, uh, just a little background before we get started. Who here saw King of the Monsters? Was I the only one who saw that? That's That was the one before this one. Probably, yeah. And then you guys yeah. all saw no, the... I, I, I didn't see it. You guys all saw the original uh, Godzilla, yeah. though. The, fir- the one that came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it. I'm a bad boy. You haven't seen, um, you haven't seen the 2014 one at all? I've seen the Matthew Broderick one. <laughs> okay, well that's good too. I like it. <laughs> that, counts. that counts. That counts. That definitely counts. So uh basically, little setup here since you guys haven't been keeping along, and I guess for anyone who hasn't. Um, this movie is actually a remake of a 1962 film called King Kong vs. Godzilla, where they did this, you know, in the 60s with dudes in suits. Uh, it was actually the first Godzilla movie I was introduced to by my older brother. And this is I never thought they would remake this movie ever, but I definitely didn't think it would be the fourth sequel in a line of new Godzilla movies or new MonsterVerse movies, I guess they're called. Um, so let's just go ahead and watch it, and then we'll discuss it. You guys can see, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is our only chance. What's coming? And this child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so I made a promise to protect her. And I think that in some way, Kong did the same. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I love the guitar riff. 
is out there and he's hurting people and we don't know why. There's something provoking him that How we're not seeing here. I'm of the same opinion. The myths are real. Yeah. There was a war. And they're the last ones standing. I keep reaching for greatness because I'm built from it. Who bows to who? Nobody gonna stop for me. Kong bows to no one. Thank you, IGN, for fucking sticking that in the trailer at the end. That was Have great. you or love? No, stop. I haven't. <laughs> Hold on. No, let's, 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 not a sponsor. Let's watch it. Okay, not uh, a sponsor. Right, uh, oh, wait, we're running an ad right now. We're going to get pulled. Yeah. We're going to get pulled. We're going to get pulled. Dude, we'll, get, we'll get paid for this. <laughs> That's true, actually. All right, so. Pulled and paid. Discussion time. What do we think? Looks good, right? Uh, I'm Godzilla's that... out there, and he's hurting people, and we don't know why. <laughs> well, okay. Actually, <laughs> let's get into that. Let's get into that. For two movies now, they've set him up as the environmental. Pr- These movies are all about being Godzilla. Godzilla being like a force of nature, as opposed to like this malevolent like being, right? Where his whole job is to rid the Earth of like whatever is like not cool with it at the moment, right? Whatever. I don't know. They're not well written. Um, however, I think. That that whole storyline they're setting up of like Godzilla not being himself is because that's not Godzilla. I tend to believe that that is Mecha Godzilla because fake out. Exactly, it's a fake out because in the original 1974 Godzilla film, uh, when Mecha Godzilla shows up, they look exactly the same. Like they both have like. Mecha Godzilla has like a flesh like Godzilla look alike thing going on. He's got on. a fleshlight? <laughs> yeah, he's got a fleshlight. He's got a Godzilla fleshlight. It's a big one too. It's, <laughs> it's, it's huge. Too scale. It's massive. And it's he a, doesn't wash it. It's a big one too. <laughs> it's just chilling on the beach. <laughs> Wait, so... can you unshare your screen? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go to a uh, grid view up top. There you go. How's that? There we go. Better, Yay. better, better. Everyone better. Okay. Yep. Well, either way. Uh, so. It's a big one. It's a Bring big, it back to its roots. Come on. It's a big one too. <laughs> it's huge. I can't fucking. So, so. It's the same size as Kong's hand. You know that much. <laughs> so, progressively get bigger yeah so actually kong, yeah. kong skull island which personally i think out of the new godzilla movies i think the best one is the king kong one that movie is hilarious yes it is it takes place in the 1970s at the tail end of vietnam and uh samuel jackson is in charge of like a platoon that goes to monster island or not monster island skull island to like go kill kong and Tom Hiddleston's in it, Brie Larson's in it, um, John C. Riley's in it. It was pretty good. It was. I actually ended up now in retrospect. I like that movie more than I do any of the Godzilla, new Godzilla movies, which is weird for me to say. At least I think so. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I mean John C. Riley, Millie Bobby Brown, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, about so the same, about the same. So Millie Bobby Brown and Kyle Chandler were the only two actors from the last movie to make it into this one. So, because they like do like a rotating cast type of thing, but I guess they're trying to establish some sort of continuity now. I, I don't think this story is gonna be particularly good. I, I don't think that's what people are gonna watch this movie for. However, um, I do think it's. I hope that's not like the finished special effects. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hope. I understand why they do giant monster battles at nighttime with like a lot of RTX reflective light because it looks a whole lot nicer. But man, mm-hmm. they looked rough during the daytime, huh? They did not look great. I didn't, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It was fine. I heard I heard somebody that, rationalization that, is that like looks better than that. Does it though? That Godzilla <laughs> interest is pretty cool. What, how he came up through the boat or whatever? Well, that's the thing yeah. is that like when I first saw that, when I first see him cut through the boat, I was like, okay, well, that's definitely not Godzilla because they made a whole plot point in the first movie 
about how he literally swims under the boats before he comes back up. So that's why my theory kind of, I, I feel like that's, that's where they're going with this because there's no, like they're both good guys in their own movies and now they're going to fight each other. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't really see that happening. So, so, so you think this is Mecha Godzilla and then real Godzilla is going to come at the end and help King Kong? I, I don't know anything about Mecha Godzilla. Okay. I tend to believe, well, they established in the last movie that uh, King Ghidorah, who was the main villain in that one, the reason that Godzilla was so aggravated by him is because he was not in the natural order of the Titans, which is like. You know, this soup, that's what they're called now, titans. They're, like, just animals as opposed to, like, you know, a radioactive lizard. That It's just an animal that was made, like, that just biologically was evolved to that size. But either way, they already so established. Godzilla is playing God. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Godzilla is natural selection. It's that's true to his name, for sure. But I, my point is, is that they established aliens exist. So Mechagodzilla is a creation of a uh, a group um, known as Apex, as well as influence with alien technology. So I would oh shit, they gotta tie in like Alien and Predator. Oh, this is how they're gonna do it. <laughs> this is it. This is Nick knows. <laughs> Nick knows. Either way, it all, all comes together. All my crazy bullshit nerd theories aside, I definitely think it's at least going to be, at the very least, an, an enjoyable, entertaining popcorn movie for two hours, you know? Yeah. yeah. Can't be... Big monsters fighting. Yeah. You can't yeah. go wrong. Well, that was the and other... using a fleshlight, well, too. <laughs> using a fleshlight. <laughs> and, and there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. these are... That was just the thing, is that the, fir- the complaint about the first Godzilla movie is that there wasn't enough Godzilla. So the second movie, they were like, okay, we're going to put them on screen anytime that we can. So that now that they went through with that process, you know what I mean? It's like, do they pull it back more or do they add more Godzilla now? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can get any more, but it shits all over the human story. You know what I mean? It's a trick question, Pat, because it's it's Mecha Godzilla. (laughs) Facts. Yeah, facts. I'm just excited to see new metal coming back. Uh, I think that was Fort Minor in the trailer. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, that was the I'm best This is Fort Minor. <laughs> I'm excited to see Brownie Bobby Mills in something else other than uh, Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger Things. Oh, Enola yeah, Holmes. Is he the is he the Neil Patrick Harris looking guy? <laughs> yeah, who is that actress? I have no. I, you guys just said some. Totally different to each other, so I don't know. I don't know what to who's answer. Who's the actor and who's the actress in that movie? I don't know who the yeah. actor is. He doesn't. Oh, who is that? And yeah, that yeah. Army Hammer. Oh my you god, wish. that would be amazing. Oh, could you imagine? He's one of they, the cannibals on they uh, imagine, like, yeah. Kong Island. Yeah, what do you think it tastes the, like? Yeah, Army Hammer is one of the cannibals. You guys ever eaten a chimp before? He's one of the cannibals. You know what? I'm kind yeah, of I'm kind of upset. Actually, we didn't talk about that because I didn't realize he like messaged somebody and was like, "Yeah, I uh, I shot a deer and I ripped it, still beating hard out of its chest, it's, and I took a bite." There's out been of the it. worst developments every day. Oh yeah, and like, yeah. uh, he's like smoking DMT now. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Yeah, I think it's just like obviously like I think it's like a sick kink or like a sick fantasy that he's having, <laughs> but like. Jesus Christ, man. Like, can you reel it in? Like, no. not, the thing is, talk about oversharing. I, I, like, I didn't realize that he uh, comes from like a rich family. Like, his, I think he comes from like an oil tycoon family. So, you know, for a fact that all this is stemming from like these eyes wide shut parties that he's been growing up and like going to. Yeah, and now yeah. it's not enough. And right. he's just taking it to another level. In he's the word- from the, the uh, arm, uh, like, you know, arm and hammer. Yeah. Oh, army that's, hammer. That's Makes army sense. Hammer. Makes sense. I always wondered if there was some oh, stupid correlation. <laughs> I, I think the, uh, I think his father, grandfather is, his name is like Armand hammer. Yeah. Wow. Well, in the great, in the words of the great Bill Burr, you know, the meeting where they meet under the mountain and fuck, that's him. <laughs> that's what he goes to for sure. But well, that's what he used to, and now he's in the public eye. He can't get away with that. Dude, stuff. he definitely could. I guarantee you, if he ripped out someone still beating hard and took a bite out of it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Especially everyone at like that party would look and be like, "Is that 
is that Army Hammer? Is that yeah. is that the guy from Social Network? Just get ready. You know that John McAfee uh, documentary that came out? <laughs> you know, like, he went to a remote island and all the natives are just like, he keeps pooping on us. <laughs> That's a real story. Too. I'm not making that up. They're going to do the same thing. Five years, he'd be like, Army Hammer went to the Cayman Islands, never to be heard from again. Here's his story. Well, uh, I just started pooping on their feet one day and uh, they accepted me as their own. And that's mad luxurious. All right. That's true. <laughs> Far and away from Army Hammer and his yeah. legal team. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's our Godzilla flash. That is actually a Godzilla flashlight. Oh my God. Nick, where'd you find that? And how much was it? And can you send me the link? It's from 1998. So it's pretty cheap. That means it's, oh, yeah. uh, that means it's mature, you. dude. That means it is of age. To be used. Yeah, it's true. Fleshlights, when they're born, they can't be used for 18 years. Uh, so, <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> moving on, guys. Main topic of the week. Um, we watched WandaVision. And um, personally, I think it's great. What do you guys think, huh? We watched the first three episodes because that's all that's available right now. I realized that a couple weeks ago, the first three episodes went out as screeners to critics and stuff. Us, you know, lay people, we had to watch it when it came out. But now that we've seen all three of them, I mean, I'll just go ahead and start. We'll start with non-spoilers. We'll get into spoilers. I'll tell you guys when we're switching over. Um, I think it's excellent. I think the first two episodes were an awesome, awesome, like, trip down memory lane as far as television is concerned with the late 50s and late 60s aesthetic, uh, especially the way that the jokes were written and pretty much how all the visual gags really played out were I thought those were stellar as well. Um, and then in episode three, we finally get to like the color aspect so much. And then we finally get to see at the end of that episode what's really going on. And I'm fucking in there. So I want to know what you guys think. I saw uh, a great headline that kind of sums up, which is, the vision is disappointing and no one wants it. It was just, I just, it's, there's something about it that is just not drawing me in. I do agree that I like the sort of nod to like old television, but for the most part, I, I'm just wondering like, what is the point of going through all this? Well, However, one takeaway that I do have, my biggest takeaway is the fact that watching this, I actually really like Elizabeth Olsen now. I think she's she's hitting like all of her comedic marks. She's doing really well in this role, as opposed to the Avengers, where she was just there. She was just there, and her role was just not being Scarlett Johansson. But here, she's actually <laughs> like shining, it. and like she's actually really good in this role. Yeah, do you think they actually conceived of this whole concept when they brought her on board? Not at in all. The previous There's no, no way. Because no it's way. interesting that. True, like she was able to just to fall into that character. And without I mean, any... to his credit too, I think Paul yeah. Bettany's great on the yeah. show as well. Like, I, yeah. I think he makes a lot oh, of. Hundred um, percent. I think he makes a lot of great choices as well. And so I was also Dan before you joined us. I was telling these guys a couple of weeks ago that the the sitcom segments uh, are actually filmed in front of a live studio audience. So that that, that is cool. for real laugh, and I think that's cool. And I think. Like I said, I think it's a testament to what they're trying to do. Like, personally, I think, like, today, I was just saying to Liz while we were watching it, at what point are we going to cut to the real world and she's, like, in a straitjacket, like, husking around, like, Vision's dead body and this is all going on in her head or something, you know? And we finally got a little bit of a peek of that at the end of the third episode today, which we'll get into in a couple minutes. But um, to stay on target here overall, though, I mean, like I said, I'm – I even kind of felt that feeling of what's the point, like, of us doing this, kind of. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten to a point where that you're starting to see behind the curtain a bit, um, I kind of see why they're, se- they're, they're selling it so hard. Because they're making you ask questions the entire time. They're, they're setting up what the payoff's going to be. I just hope the payoff is worth what we're all going through right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel the same yeah. way as Danny, where it's just like, I just did like none of the episodes, even the most recent one where you start to get a taste of what's going on. I still don't care. 
I, I kind of wish they went yeah. like like the first episode was just kind of like, hey, here's the sitcom thing, really do that well, and then kind of like really dig into what's going on. I'm still left like, it's a it's a cheesy sitcom and. Uh, I want to know what's happening, but I don't care enough to keep watching. Yeah, I think it's important to remember, though, that this is if they were going to experiment with some characters, this this is like the perfect set to do it with. Like the people who can hop to dimensions and do really crazy shit. A hundred percent. You know, I was going to say I can understand where Nick and Dan are coming from. But the fact that Marvel still put their name on it, you know. Um, I like that it's so different from everything else we can expect. Yeah, and you know what, Joe? To back that up, to back that up, I'm glad that they finally just let something be fucking weird. Just, like, be weird, be different. Like, I... The Marvel movies, the origin films that still come out, and maybe this is the reason why Captain Marvel was written the way that it was written, because they've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of criticism about even though that they're quality and people enjoy them, they start to fall into this cookie-cutter shape after a while. And yeah. I feel like this does none of that. Like, it, it yeah. it's so oh, yeah. far removed from 100%. everything that they normally do. And I, personally, that that's something I, like... I mean, you guys know me, the fucking tattoo. Like, I, I love the fact that they're moving away the from that, that, you know? I can't. Yeah. I got the, the sleeve. It just, don't worry. Yeah, it it came up reason, in the first week. For some reason, I definitely got vibes of, like, it would be some strange project that, like, Joss Whedon would take on or, like, an early, yeah. like, Peter Jackson type thing. I don't know. Just, like, mm-hmm. there's obviously a big story to be told, but the setup is totally out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. And, and one thing that. No, no, go ahead. No, man. you go ahead. <laughs> okay well one thing i mean that is cool is they're at least showing throughout the entire series that there is something weird going on with all like the little advertisements that they're doing in the middle are right. all hydra advertised they're all hydra products and so it's obvious just by watching that you're like okay there's something weird happening here but like you know like what nick was saying it's just the whole thing is like but just I don't know if it's enough to really keep me into it. Right. I don't know if this weird way in is enough to keep me going throughout the whole thing. Well, Danny, I'm just going to I'm just going to throw it back over to you for a second with this response. If you and I can make it through the fucking Witcher, we can absolutely make it through this show cuz at least I there mean, is something going on and the characters don't the characters in the show don't change from scene to scene like their their motivations and what defines them as a character so i feel like at least on that level if you can get through something like the witcher this should be a walk in the park this is true and at least like the witcher it kept stringing along like there might be (laughs) monsters hey there might be monsters coming and then there were there was one monster yeah. One monster. And it was but in the first different 30 discussion. seconds of the show, but that's a different episode altogether. We'll get to that when we do Witcher season two. But, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I definitely like, I totally get that, that vibe too, that like maybe like the buildup is kind of like, come on, we get to the fucking point already. And so let's actually just skip into spoilers right now for the next like two and a half, three minutes. Uh, Joe, I realize you haven't watched the third episode yet, right? Who who hasn't that, watched episode yes. three yet? Is that it was I just Joe? Just Joe hasn't watched it. Yeah, I just haven't seen. All yeah. right, go ahead. I'm not gonna ruin Spoil. anything plot wise, uh, like that takes place during the episode, but I will just talk about the ending. Wanda actually throws someone out of whatever simulation they're in, like projects her right out of the simulation. And it's because uh, she directly references Ultron killing her brother, which is something that she actually hasn't dealt with, or really Marvel as a whole hasn't dealt with that storyline since 2015's Age of Ultron. This is said to take place directly after Endgame, and we don't know where Wanda left off after that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even Mm -hmm. think she... Like, Avengers Endgame focused heavily on the original six Avengers. It didn't focus on anything else. And we haven't gotten... Was she Was she at the funeral service? I believe so, because... Because... Uh, Hawkeye talks to her. And tells her oh, that... Okay. And tells her that... Or Vision... Like, the, the, the Soul Stone, whatever. They, they talk to each other. But my point is, is that... This is the first material we're seeing from that. So, 
I think we're kind of all used to seeing Marvel's world plot move with every entry or with every different Avengers film or a different this. I feel like we're we're kind we're at that point now at the end of this episode. We finally see what's going on MCU post Endgame where we just got this brief clip of her throwing this person out of whatever is going on. So that's not like that right there. That wet my appetite. I want to know what else is going on now. But here's the here's the problem, though. You're telling me that you're excited for the next phase of Marvel movies and they're going back to Hydra. It's like, I don't know. For me, it'd be like, I wish it was something new and different. But it's like we're going back to this like we're retreading this shit. Yeah, I kind of feel like Hydra, though, like I get the whole like villain fatigue thing. But I kind of feel like Hydra is like a mainstay in Marvel. You know, they're almost like it's always going to be lingering in the background. Yeah, they're almost like. Any other unspecified extremist terrorist group <laughs> that yeah. like that just waits in the shadows until they come back, you know? Mm-hmm. Not naming yeah, anything. Yeah, there's gonna be specific. new villains along the way. Yeah, like there's yeah, um, it's it's like it's like the uh, Empire in Star Wars, like the yeah. like in the new Star Wars movies. It was like the it's not the Empire, but it's basically the Empire that just yeah. comes but, back. So, so you're referencing another giant major fuck up to say that this is okay. <laughs> But these guys are making watches now. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, so here's the thing, actually. I'm glad that we're talking about this because specifically um, this lines up directly with Falcon Winter Soldier. And Falcon Winter Soldier is going to take place in present day. It's going to move the MCU along, and it's going to focus on Anthony Mackie and, um, God, what's his name? Wannabe Luke Skywalker. Sebastian Sebastian Stan. Um, All of that. All that is good, and if, like I said, if this is how they're doing comedy, I can't wait to see how they're doing action. On that note, this series costs $225 million to produce, all eight what? episodes. What? Wow. Yup. So, here's my theory. There's no specific breakdown just yet out there, and you're never going to hear Disney's accounting records, but we have advanced camera technology so far that you cannot shoot in those aspect ratios anymore without it still looking like it's being shot on a 4K camera. They have to get special cinematographers. They got to rent special equipment. They got to build different sets for every episode, different costumes, different hairstylists, um, different dialect training, different, um, what's it called? Pretty much redoing every, like every episode has a whole new set. Plus, we don't know what the real action of this show is going to be quite yet in those later episodes. We're starting to see that now uh, at the end of that third episode. This cost, but this whole show that we're seeing right now costs $225 million to produce. Falcon Winter Soldier is supposed to be like 180, 100, I think like 180, 200 million. So it will technically be on a smaller scale, but it's going to be seem like a bigger show because they're instead of these elaborate sets and like sight gags, it's going to be a lot of action. And that's what I'm looking forward to is us. This series getting us there, which is kind of not saying a, a lot of good stuff for this show, <laughs> but nope, in a way, not at all. I yeah. was just going to say, you're not doing the show any favors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you, you make a good point. It's changing everything. For makeup hair i mean that's probably why the cast is also so small which like i mean you don't really see any more than 10 people on screen at a Hold time up. is it though because the first episode had eight minutes of credits at the end i think well, that's every I think episode, every, every episode of credits. But, but that's also disney plus in general because disney plus has credits for every single international team that worked on the project so they only have to right. create one source file as opposed to putting different files on different servers. That's to okay. save bandwidth. That's Get definitely what that them is. Out of here. Okay. <laughs> don't need to see that. Yeah, no. And Get like, me to the next episode. Yeah. I don't give a damn. And I'm you, not Mexico. And, and you, <laughs> you want to know why I've been on credits before. And I don't wait for my name to show up. Get me to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, I just want to put this out there. Best part of the show. This guy. Yes. Yes. Very communist. Longest <laughs> face in the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
to to that end though, I will say it's kind of aggravating when you're used to Marvel when you're used to a Marvel property coming out and having a post credit scene, and you're like, maybe there'll be one this week, and you wait for eight yeah. minutes to go by, and like, why don't we fast forward? I don't want to miss anything, you know. Like you have that argument every week, and actually, before we move on. Let's talk about that real quick. How do you guys feel about a weekly release schedule? I fucking hate I'm it. I would rather it. just binge the whole fucking it. show. I'm all for it. Oh my god, you guys are I'm, old men. I'm for it. I'm much. I'm much more for it. I mean, it's just I. I love the idea of uh, destination television. I just love thinking like, all right, Friday night, eight o'clock, it's coming back out. I I miss that because you don't get it that much. And also, I'm not a big fan of binging in general. Just because I feel like when I watch so much of it at first, it's just not as much as sticking to it yeah. as I'm going. So then by the time I get to season two and I'm watching that, like, fuck, I don't remember what even happened. That happens every time with Stranger Things. I would watch so much yeah. of it in one weekend and then the next season comes out. I don't remember a damn thing. I'm just saying we've become accustomed to like everything on demand, obviously. And realistically, you can't have all these showrunners and writers just have like four amazing seasons released within two years back to back. Like you need to span everything out. I will say this though. And also you gotta, you just gotta stretch the anticipation. You gotta <laughs> let the it. audience yeah. think about it. You gotta I, let the audience build. And also with, um, you then get people like trending on social media. You get like, I think of game of Thrones, every episode that came out, it was always just Twitter was the best part of game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Just because you went on and you saw people talking about the episode as opposed to like this, when every episode, like binging, where it all comes out at once, and it's just staggered memes from different episodes uh, throughout. Arguably, social media is way better when it's week to week. Arguably, Twitter was Game of Thrones' downfall. Ironically, either way, though, um, uh, what I, what I wanted to say not, just before, <laughs> just before that, um, though, we were talking about how um, oh, binge watching. I feel like though they've learned. I feel like we don't need a fucking hour, 13 hour long episodes in a season. You know what I mean? Like we don't need that anymore. Netflix has learned. They cut everything down to like eight to six episodes in between 48 minutes to an hour. It's a breeze to get through. Things are way more digestible. Like the first five seasons of house of cards was an hour episode. Some of them are like an hour and 10, 13 episodes per season. It was just a lot. It was a lot to get through. But now I feel like since they've learned, and especially I love this whole Disney Plus format of things being in between. Like you're just telling a story. It doesn't have to hit a time. It's just you're telling the story through an episode. And whenever it's over, it's over. And then the next episode comes out next week. Um, You know what? I just got to say, like, if if, if you're if you're into that, you know what format you might really like? There's this thing called Quibi. Super short. Uh, That's that's enough. That's enough. (laughs) Moving on. All right, boys, give me a second for my I'm going to I'm going to start. I'll share this with you guys. I think this this will be a fun, a fun one. I don't know why I did that like that. Okay. Elmer Fudd. Can you guys see it? Yes. Can you smell it? It's poison around. Can you dig it? Then let's get going. You ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? <laughs> That's what you get, kid. That's what you get. <laughs> that was so unexpected. I thought the horse was like gonna throw up on him, or like the horse was gonna jump over and step on him. Or I was not expecting. <laughs> and the music is just right over the head. <laughs> <laughs> The dad seemed like he was only like halfway trying to help. He's laughing. Look at him. He's laughing. He's like hysterical. Like he's like. He realized this is not my son anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is now this horse's son. 
Oh man, that, that was good. Crazy. You don't know what though? I still think of the clip from last week with the guy. <laughs> flying into the there he goes. <laughs> what is what does that lady say? What is what is the oh with the horse? I don't know. Let's see. Is I feel like that the video last week though. Um, I still crack up when I hear her say, "There's Santa." <laughs> I don't think this is a birthday party. I think they're just feeding no, horses. This looks like, yeah, this <laughs> looks like it's like their neighbor's backyard or something. I love the abrupt cut, like. <laughs> what is it? That drum? That drum sound? It sounds like they got like a big marching band drum. Don't. <laughs> Oh man, we're definitely gonna get pulled down for that music for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's oh. a copyright infringement right there. If you, I've ever heard. You don't think the, so the Godzilla versus Kong? I don't think Godzilla versus Kong. They encourage that stuff. Our trailer, okay. the, our trailer reacts before we didn't get yanked down for, but that the music definitely, dude. Fucking greedy record labels. Oh, I gotta say before we end the show too, Wandavision. Where does that show take place? Because they called out Hackensack. In one of the oh, yeah. oh, they did. They I did. Know. You know no, what? You're right. They did do that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's based somewhere in the suburbs of New Jersey because the Avengers compound is only like an hour outside of New York in like uh like just above New Jersey. Like, what, like the White Plains or something. Canonically. I don't think <laughs> white I don't think it's White Plains. I think it's on the other side of the river. Like New York State. It's in Westchester. Um and um I mean like in Avengers Tower, well I guess they got rid of it. Right, they sold that shit. I mean, either way, I wouldn't be surprised. They're East Coast based, you know. With with COVID, they're definitely working from home. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> How did he buy that house? Oh wait, this is all in her head, so it doesn't really matter. All right. Oh, what, hold on. One thing. Did you guys pick up on? I totally missed this. Alexis picked up on it. Um, there's that one scene early on in the first episode where, uh, like, uh, you know, visions like, oh, my wife and her magic or whatever. And she, and she says, oh, my husband and his indestructible head. Oh yes. Like a reference to his head getting fucking popped. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's brutal. Actually, also, when that first happened, I said that to Liz, I was like, I'm pretty sure Thanos ripped the stone right out of his head. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I want to point out if this is post end game, do you think we're going to get a cameo from old man, Captain America? Ooh, maybe Actually, he's, he's the he's the cranky old neighbor. I think I could see him doing the uh, the Joe Biden route in the MCU. Honestly, <laughs> but like guys, come on, he was Captain America. Just let him be he president. runs for president. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I um, be good. I don't think this show, but I wouldn't be surprised if Falcon if he makes an appearance in Falcon Winter Soldier. That's true. Yeah. About the elderly home, yeah, and true. that you can absolutely bet that, like, I I imagine that she that series is going to be about the two of them fighting for who gets to be Captain America between the two of them. Uh-huh. And I would wasn't there, didn't they hand it down? Already? I, I get that, dude. But come on, they got to have some sort of conflict between the two of them. And originally, like, comic brain here. Pretty much, that shield went to both of them at some point. They both assumed the mantle of Captain America. And they're bringing in uh, Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell's son is playing U.S. agent, who's supposed to be the government's replacement for Captain America. So that's that will be their like their three way conflict. So if definitely not, he shows up. Old Man Rogers will definitely be referenced for sure, like a like a phone call yeah. or something. I like I wouldn't be surprised. You're telling right me now. that Kurt Russell named his kid after Wyatt Earp. Because <laughs> he, he played Wyatt. Earp. I didn't think about that. I want to say real quick, Falcon. I can see the scene right now. It's gonna be Falcon inside Cap's old Bronx home, and he's looking at photos and everything of the glory days. And then you're just gonna hear this voice, this faint voice from the distance. He's gonna be like, "Yep, those were the good times." And then you're just gonna see a shadow come down. It's gonna be Captain America on one of those stair lifts. You know, <laughs> zooming down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just gotta get into my chair. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Hold on, I'm and sorry. Stalls midway through. Ah, shit. <laughs> shit. It's like, oh, sorry, I'm moving. No, not that. My colostomy bag. It's loose again. Like, <laughs> get the shield. Oh, oh. Get the, 
Get the shield. Get the shield. I gotta go to the bathroom. Get the shield. <laughs> okay, this has gone off the rails. All right. Well, with that being said, thank you very much to everyone who tuned in tonight. Remember, the audio version of this show is available on the podcast. Any all major podcasts distribute whatever fucking pick your choice either way um if you like this show uh you can subscribe to this channel um and uh we do shows like this once a week uh we're cooking up some new content too hopefully we'll be able to get back in the studio right gang because we have some good ideas that we can't do because we have to embrace each other and uh we can't do that from this from this home setup Right. True. <laughs> right. All right. Well, with that, with that being said, uh, thanks so much, everyone. Once again, I'm Pat. Uh, give it up for Danny, Nick, Joe, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thanks, America.